Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hello again, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, alongside Bob Casper, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper. We appreciate you taking some time to join us. At Real Golf is the Twitter handle. You can find us on social media by searching Real Golf Radio or Golf Radio as well on your favorite podcast sites and uh, all uh, iHeartRadio. Sirius XM, as well as your favorite local radio station. Thanks for tuning in and being with us here on the show. We got a good one for you. Thomas Pagel, Senior Managing Director of Governance with the United States Golf Association, will be stopping by to talk about this new model local rule, which changes shaft lengths, any club length, from 48 max to 46 inch max. It's a local rule that can be put into place. Doesn't mean that it's a blanket. We'll get into the details coming up in a few minutes. Ryan Ballingy with GolfNewsNet.com on his big announcement of a new radio platform you're going to want to hear about that more golf exposure more golf content more golf uh, context for you as well with gnn and then on the back nine hour number two america's favorite caddy as always and then our good friend dave neville uh senior director of brand management for callaway golf stops in they've been doing a few things that have got my attention and we haven't been able to catch up with dave for a bit so we're going to check in with him on some of these new offerings that they have including this driver-like hybrid that they've come out with yeah. I'm, I'm really i'm really interested in that one they got some wedges they got all kinds of cool stuff going on there at callaway golf so we'll talk about that and you know it's not that far away bob from holiday shopping season i i, I, I currently am up in idaho and at, at the cabin and there's snow out there it does look a there little bit snow. like christmas yeah yeah uh you know and the other thing that's great is this week is I don't know. This almost seems like the kickoff to the new year because this is a short field event, um, 78 players, um, no cut, and a lot of the best players in the world are playing this week. So things are starting to ramp up a little bit before we hit the Christmas time, as you talked about, and then 
jump into January. Yeah, there's no question. And being in Vegas is a this is the this is a perfect time of year to be in Vegas to play golf. Let me tell you, it's a <laughs> yeah. it's a great spot to be in the desert this time of year for sure. So we'll get into that. Uh, there's a few tour stories that we want to get to, some headlines and more as we continue here on Real Golf Radio. But this is going to be a fun discussion uh, with Thomas about this rule change. Because it's interesting right. that they started this study back in 2014. You'll hear him talk about it, as well as almost implementing the rule change back in 2017. And here Bryson is, you know, pushing the limits with drivers and distance and Phil and so many others. So uh, it seems a bit timely. We'll get into it and how that relates to the distance study that they're undertaking as well. It's all coming up straight away right here on this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before
now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. Welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort down in St. George. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out about this new golf course community in southern Utah. By the way, perfect time. I headed north. I'm in the snow. You could head south and be down in the green grass and sunshine playing golf. And Black Desert will bring you a brand new Tom Weiskopf championship design golf course as well as hotel, resort, amenities, pools, spas, shopping, dining, you know, great places for families. Just a, just awesome real estate opportunities that are available at blackdesertresort.com. And we appreciate you being with us here on Real Golf Radio. Looking forward to Thomas Pagel in just a few minutes. Ryan Ballinger is still uh, on deck as well here on Real Golf Radio. All right, Bob, CJ Cup is being played, as we mentioned, in Vegas. Some of the big names are out and about playing. You know, one of the headlines I saw on Golf Channel, and Rex Hogger doing some, uh, some reporting on this as well, is that after last week's event there in Vegas uh, at the mm-hmm. Shriners, um. Ricky Fowler missed the cut, and he spent the weekend with Butch Harmon over there at Rio Seco hitting some balls. Said he didn't go there for specifically for instruction. Just, you know, again, Butch was a, a longtime instructor of his. Uh, Butch isn't traveling out on tour anymore. And so, you know, he just spent some time chatting with him. And essentially he said, according to the article on Golf Channel, that he, you know, keep trusting what you're doing, keep doing it. And... It just brought to mind that, you know, Ricky's coming off his worst season as a professional. Right. He's a fun guy. He's likable. He's popular out there. And and he just struggled a bit. And, you know, last year as we went into the offseason, Bob, one of the things that we talked about was we would really like to see Jordan Spieth get his form back and get back into contention because he's mm-hmm. likable. He's popular. He's fun to watch. I think Ricky Fowler falls in line with that same sentiment. And here's wishing Ricky the best. You know, Ricky Fowler is is a guy that kind of uh, raises the needle, especially with the younger generation of golfers. And he's kind of the guy that kind of stepped in when everything started with this younger generation. And um, it's good to see that he's starting to play well. He did, well, he didn't play well last week, but he's he's playing better this week. Um, and you know, a lot of times in going and meeting with a, a close friend, somebody that was your teacher all growing up, um, a guy that's not traveling out on tour any longer since about 2019, you know, just to go over and kind of get those good feelings again, um, get, uh, you know, encouragement, go out there and just play. I like what you're doing with your swing, with with your coach, those types of things, and just just chat and have a good time. I think is a huge thing as far as the mental psyche is concerned. And so he's been able to parlay that into some better play this week. Mm. Well, like I said, here's hoping he continues to find some form and get back at it. The other thing I wanted to mention, speaking of um, not really form per se, but you uh, had had sent me some, some social media pictures of Tiger Woods uh, out with Charlie and he had a sleeve on his leg, but no boot. And he looked like he was standing in a fairly normal anatomic position, which is remarkable in so many ways and just really great to see. Well, it, it is great to see, you know, and it's it's been almost a year and, you know, in, in a couple of months, probably uh, two or three months when we hit the Genesis again, um, th- that that will mark a year that he has, you know, had that accident and um, compound fractures in his leg and ankle and stuff like that. It yet it remains yet to be seen if he's able to hit any type of golf balls or 
do anything, if he can putt, if he can chip, um, those types of things, and making those progressions back to playing professional golf. But first and foremost is that he can have a semblance of a normal life, being able to walk and, and those types of things first before we ever think about him coming along as far as golf is concerned. Well, look, we were just all grateful that he w- survived the crash, first of yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we wondered if he would you know, be able to keep his leg or be able to walk again. And so, just again, right. just to see him out and about, like he's, you know, again, the sleeve was on the leg, but uh, and I don't know any details, but all I can tell you is it was great to see him standing and, yes. you know, being there with his kids. You know, Charlie was, was warming up for a golf tournament. It's just it's awesome. So again, continuing to wish uh, Tiger the best there as well. Um, Did you notice something in that picture? Um, Charlie was wearing Puma golf shoes. Come on, he was. I didn't notice that for real. Yes, he's wearing Puma golf shoes. That's. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> his entire yeah. his entire inherited fortune. Will nearly his, his be the Nike. result of a swoosh, and he's wearing Puma golf shoes. Okay, he's wearing Puma golf shoes. Okay, well, all right, we'll see how that goes. That's yep, good for the uh, well, well done, Puma rep, whoever you are. Yep, uh, nice job. So, <laughs> hey, uh, I did want to on, on a personal note, I did something kind of cool this week, Bob. Booked a tea time at Royal Dornick. There you go. Over in Scotland for uh-huh. the end of April, beginning of May of next year. So, again, hoping that uh, that we'll be able to travel and, and all that will work out. But I'm excited. Yeah. Dornick is one of those kind of cool places that, that I've read so much about and yet I've never been to that part. It's a little bit out of the way. But, uh, you know, obviously when you go to Scotland, you hope to get around St. Andrews and all that, which we hope to as yeah. well. But to be able to get up there to Dornick, I'm super excited. It's going to be cool. Yeah, Dornick is a is a really good place up, uh, really great golf course up in the Highlands of of Scotland. Uh, there was a member, a friend of my dad's at San Diego Country Club that was a member at Royal Dornick. Mm. Um, never had the opportunity to play it, but he just loved going over there every year and playing for a week during the summer and that kind of thing. So, um, but it is it is one of the ones that you want to play when you go to Scotland. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. And by the way, I am going to. Be taking a light bag because I know I'll be hoofing it, right? Yeah, we have carts yeah. over there, and so uh, I got. I'm going to get a light wa- golf bag, and then I started mm-hmm. thinking, what do I really need in my golf bag? Why and why is my darn golf bag so heavy? It's amazing. Here I am at the end of the season. I was just going through it, and so when you're at the end of the season, do you notice how much stuff accumulates? In your golf bag? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We'll talk about that at another time. But uh, Thomas Pagel is going to join us next. What are the essentials? Hit us up on Twitter, at RealGolf. What are the essentials for your golf bag? It doesn't seem like you need so much as what I have in there. But how many golf balls, by the way, is appropriate? We'll talk about it. And Thomas Pagel next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Roost Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks so much for being a part of our show this weekend and really excited to welcome in our next guest. He's a good friend of ours and has been around uh, for a long time. In fact, we were just talking 11 years now with the USGA. He's the Senior Managing Director of Governance, Thomas Pagel, joining us right now. Hey, Thomas, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Yeah, so we're doing great, and it's uh, always good to have you back on the show. Um, I, I can't believe, as we were just chatting off, off air there, it's been 11 years since you left the Utah Golf Association for the United States Golf Association. And, I mean, just over a decade, I mean, when you sit and reflect on all that's gone on and what you've been a part of, uh, how, how crazy is that? It is It is really crazy. You know, it, it, I tell people every day that uh, – when I wake up and I drive to Golf House, our, our headquarters here at the USGA, I just pinch myself. I mean, I think about a 14-year-old kid caddying at Glenmore Country Club outside of Denver to, you know, my seven years with the Colorado Golf Association where I started as an intern, my two years that I just had so much fun in Utah, 
am now 10 years here. I mean, it's been a fun, crazy ride. And, you know, the places I've been, the, the people that I've met and that I get to interact with, the friends I've made, I mean, it is just, it, it's absolutely amazing. Like I said, I pinch myself every day. Well, congratulations on that. Uh, really, I mean, it's it's super cool, and uh, it need to be a part of all. There's a lot happening too. If you think about the the advancements, Bob and I've been doing this show for 22 years, and I remember, you know, and Bob and I talk about this back, you know, in the early 2000s, going to the first movable weight you know, technology, um, release uh, with TaylorMade and Carlsbad and, and, and the way that kind of started changing things. Then I remember learning the term, you know, MOI and, and it just this spring like effect. And it just is, you know, shafts. We've been involved with, with shaft companies over the years and their, their technology and the way they've been able to custom fit and, and, and the, the, be able to adjustable hosels so that you actually can custom fit so much easier today. The game has really advanced from an equipment standpoint, not to mention the athletic um, increases that guys like Tiger Woods and now on to Bryson and Brooks and these guys that have that have really increased their athletic ability and approach to the game of golf. It, it certainly has been uh, an increase in, I think, athleticism and power in our game over the last couple of decades, huh? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you think about from the equipment side, I mean, the, the innovation that we've experienced over the last several decades and the innovation, frankly, we continue to experience, uh, it's pretty amazing. And, and, you know, Mike Wan, our new CEO, who uh, was the LPGA commissioner for years, but also has a background having worked for TaylorMade as well, you know, he always puts into perspective, he said, how, there are very few industries, especially in the sports world, that invest as much money in innovation as the golf space does. I mean, the engineers that wake up in Carlsbad uh, or, you know, Fairhaven with Titleist, I mean, they, they are constantly working and looking to improve their craft so that we as golfers can all benefit and continue to enjoy the game. And it's, you know, when we think about the industry and the health of the industry, uh, the manufacturing community is such a big part of that. And they, they help drive, you know, pleasure and enjoyment and participation, all these things. It's really, it's really cool. And then, you know, you mentioned athleticism. It's not just athleticism. I mean, first of all, we talk all the time. It's, it's really cool to see athletes being drawn to the game, probably like we've never seen before where these individuals could be uh, specializing in any number of sports, and yet they choose our sport. They choose golf, and that's really cool. When you couple that with the data and the access to data that these players now have to optimize their swing and their game, I mean, it really has gone to a whole new level. I mean, as a golf fan, it's exciting to see. As somebody that works in the industry, it's exciting to see. Um, And I think there's only more to come. So, Thomas, uh, one of the things that, that we wanted to talk to you about was this new um, model local rule that that just came out or was just announced by the USGA that will take in, in effect uh, January 1st of 2022. It's it's model local rule G10. Tell us a little bit about that and and your the USGA's thinking about how how that comes to to implementation. Yeah, so so this model local rule is all around club length and what it does is outside of a putter uh, if this model local rule is in effect, it will limit the length of the club to 46 inches. Uh, the rules of golf say, you know, the maximum length of a club is 48 inches. If you look across the retail space, the marketplace, you know, the average driver that you're buying off the rack or that you're even custom fit for is most likely 45 and a half or less. Um, but what we're seeing is at the higher levels, players are beginning to gravitate towards longer clubs. Now, we're, we're only talking a handful of players here. I think when we queried uh, PGA Tour European Tour, it was less than 3% of players were at 46 or higher. But as players began to gravitate towards higher, uh, uh, or sorry, longer clubs, what you see from a distance perspective 
is that um, for each or for the two inches, it'd be about four or five yards if you held all things equal. Now, again, as players look to optimize swings, that four or five probably becomes something greater. Uh, this, this is, you know, a rule, frankly, we looked at back starting back in 2014. We contemplated limiting club length to 46 inches across the game. We actually put a proposal in place in 2017 and ultimately put, uh, we, we held on that. We, we put the pause button on because we knew we were going to undertake the Distance Insights Project, which was going to be a comprehensive review of distance and the role it plays in the game and whether or not there needed to be um, solutions to, to reduce distance or at least hold distance moving forward. So we paused back in 2017. Uh, over the last several years, as we worked through the Distance Insights Project, again, we've seen it's a small number of players, but we've seen more players gravitate towards those longer clubs. And so we thought the time was right now to implement this, but to do it as a local rule. So the number one thing to know is, you know, this is not going to impact the recreational golfer. So if somebody happens to be playing a club that's longer than 46 inches, he or she can continue to do that and be playing within the rules of golf. But at the elite amateur level or at the professional level, if a tournament organizer wants to cap it at 46 inches, they'll now have the ability to do so uh, as of January 1st. You know, and this was really a proactive measure uh, on, on the uh, part of the governing bodies, USG and the RNA, in that, you know, if, if we were seeing a little creep now of players continuing to use longer clubs, what does that look like five years from now, 10 years from now? Does that sure. number of 3% go to 10%? And then it's really hard to make change if you have that many players that are using it. So we just wanted to get in front of it where we could. And, uh, yeah, so this will be available as of January 1. Thomas Pagel, USGA, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, again, 46 inches length. Uh, you pointed it out. I haven't hit a 46-inch driver. I don't know if I've ever hit a 46-inch driver. In fact, I think I went down a half an inch. There, there's so much that plays into it, especially for those of us that aren't the elite-level players. And you're talking about that. That very, You're talking 3% of the quarter percent of all the golfers, right, on, on, that are on professional tours. And so you're talking a very, very, very small amount. For, for the rest of us, the longer the club, the further away from the ball it gets, the harder it is to bring it back, you know, square. And so from that standpoint, uh, I don't I don't really see this having an impact on the, the recreational golfer. And I think that was pointed out in this local rule intentionally, huh? Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Look, the, the longer clubs, they are, they're harder to control. But there are players at the recreational level. We've seen some senior players that have, that have been able to figure it out, and they get a few extra yards. And, again, it helps them enjoy the game you know, for, for more years. And that's okay. We wanted to accept that. We want, we didn't want to impact the recreational game here. Again, this was about the players at the highest level, whether it be the elite amateurs or the professional golfers that could really take advantage of that, that those additional two inches. We just wanted to make sure that we got in front of this so that we don't find ourselves again, going through this critical discussion around distance and the role that distance plays in the game while allowing for these, what are currently unrealized gains in yardage to happen over that period of time as well. So, Thomas, you mentioned that uh, you're in the middle of this comprehensive distance study. Uh, this was just one facet of it, right? So this comes out. I understand you're still continuing the feedback and evaluation on golf ball as well as what we talked about earlier with that MOI, huh? But, yeah, that's exactly right. So, I mean, the way the equipment rules work is we have a process we go through. And, and earlier this year, uh, we issued an area, what we call an area of interest notice, which just alerted the manufacturing community and other stakeholders in the game. They were interested in looking at some potential equipment-related solutions that, again, could either hold the line on distance or perhaps slightly reduce distance. Uh, in that, we also said that as we look at this, we're going to be hyper-focused on having a minimal impact on the recreational game. So are there some solutions where perhaps higher club head speeds would yield 
uh, greater results than lower club head speeds. Um, and so we're, we're still working through all that. You know, we have uh, a team of engineers and scientists here at the USGA that are undertaking research, but frankly, also working with the manufacturers who are doing their own research and just keeping an open dialogue and discussion. So we're, we're in that period. That takes us really through the end of this year. And then we have to consider and contemplate everything we've heard, everything we've seen with the research and make decisions around, are there changes we want to make for move, uh, moving forward into the future? And at what point in time would we want to make those? So, um, you know, it's, 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 as a governing body, sometimes we get accused of moving slow with change. In this case, moving slow is a good thing because we want the entire industry to be engaged and involved in the discussion, and that just takes time. So when you normally do this, how long does it take to, to go through the process once you start it and start gathering all the data and information um, to possibly yeah, it, change a rule in the game? Yeah, you know, so on the equipment rules, it, it's all dependent uh, on what the change is. There could be minor changes that, you know, you, you don't need a, a lot of time. But if there's something significant um, or something that, you know, the manufacturers are really going to have to focus up from an R&D perspective, you're looking at years, right? I mean, if you understand the, the R&D cycles for manufacturers, a lot of them, yes, they're selling product today and they're planning for their, their, their uh, releases in the spring, but they're two, three years out, whether it be R&D, whether it be product purchasing. And so you have to look at all the variables when you're considering change. Um, a long way of saying it takes time. Nothing's, nothing's quick with this yeah. process. And, and Thomas, uh, is this somewhat of a, uh, a way for, to allow for these separate rules without the term bifurcation coming up? I mean, with local rules being in, in, instilled? <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's sort of on that line just a little bit. Yeah, you, you know, I, I, I chuckle because everyone goes there immediately. So, well, here, here's bifurcation. And and, and w the way I look at model local rules, it's not bifurcation. It's options for the game, right? Uh, model local rules have been around since, the, frankly, the first set of rules were written in the mid-1700s. Uh, mid it's just giving options for a tournament organizer or for a golf course for something that's specific to their field, so their players or their golf course. Uh, and, and I don't know the total number, but – you know, it's got to be 100-plus local rules uh, exist. And so this is just another example of an option that the game will have uh, for tournament organizers as, as they uh, put together competitions and have their players tee it up. Gotcha. Uh, and I also so, uh, just got to throw in, I understand that as part of this distance uh, study and insights that you were evaluating the impact that distance has on divots in the fairway too. Is that right? <laughs> I knew we were. You had to go there. You you were going to fit that in somehow. I was Let's trying see. to ask it differently. It, it, I was just trying to put it in differently. It, it, it's still on the agenda, but it might be the last item. So gotcha, I don't know. gotcha. I don't right. know. Well, if you're looking for any data, let me know. I'll be happy to. Uh, and if it gets past, it's the Brian Taylor rule. And, and and so Brian, I'm sure I'm sure you've solved for this, right? When when a divot is no longer a divot, you've you've nailed that one. For there you it, go. Right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's an easy one, right? I mean, it's easy. All we have to do is get down, and there's some MOI involved and a little bit of science. We'll we'll figure it out. So pluck exactly. the grass. Yeah, yeah. So no, I get it. I get it. But I have to throw it in nonetheless. So hey, I Thomas, we appreciate you joining us, man. Um, you know, we're wrapping up a year. Obviously, the beginning of the new year. When when do you expect to maybe comment or or have some additional feedback on some of these other items that are part of this distance study. When, when can we see, uh, expect to see more information come out? Yeah. You know, as I tell people, the, the only definitive milestone that we have right now at the project is the close of the comment period, which is November 2nd. So 
outside of that, we'll see what information, what research uh, we hear from the golf community. We're going to take our time to consider that. So uh, we're definitely into next year before you hear anything. Um, but at what point in time that might be, it's just, it's frankly too early to tell right now. Yeah. Well, it is an exciting time in the game. I mean, you got uh, former NBA champions like J.R. Smith going back and playing college golf. You've got, you know, Ryder Cuppers rolling right into the long drive contest. I mean, it's, it is pretty cool to see how the game is expanding its, you know, its tenets, if you will, into the different areas. It's just, it's fun to, to see so much momentum and excitement around the game. And uh, thanks for all the work you're doing and, and hopefully helping this uh, to all move, continue to move forward. Absolutely. I, I, so first of all, I appreciate you having me. And, and, you know, the long-term health of the game is what's important to all of us. I agree. It's exciting. The game is about as healthy as it's ever been. Uh, it's great to see the exposure of the game. And we just want to try and build on that and help the game be healthy moving forward for future generations. Yeah, well, well said. And by the way, uh, it's still not easy. Despite what some of these guys do, it's still not easy. <laughs> so. No, no. <laughs> I can attest to that. I can attest to that. Thomas, have a great weekend. Always great to visit with you. All right, guys, thanks for having me. There you go. Thomas Bagel, Senior Managing Director of Governance with the United States Golf Association. Spend some time with us here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, 
The shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Thomas Pagel for spending some time with us. Always good to visit with him. And, you know, one of these times, Bob, maybe I can break him down. I'll reconsider that dividend. Did you see what he came right back to me at, though? So you're saying there's a chance. No, he. well, that's I am saying that. But he came right back to me with, so you're going to also come up with a way to define what a dividend is in a fairway? Does yeah, it really does right. it really matter? I mean, if it's a man made, you know, disturbance, why can't it be five? I don't see the I don't see the big deal. Just bump it. Yeah, they changed the they changed the rule about spike marks on the green. You can tap them down. That and you know what? I would if I would have bet, I would have bet that the divot rule had been changed before the spike marks. But now you got guys doing all <laughs> kinds of things. They're tamping, they're lying down, they're straddling, they're doing all kinds of anyway. Uh, maybe one day. I'm pretty sure it's unanimous. That is the rule in golf that everybody would love to change if it were possible. I could be wrong. I don't know. Let's ask Ryan. Ryan Balanchy, golfnewsnet.com. Well, I, I think far as everybody's concerned. You disagree with me? <laughs> That's not the rule you would change? Bob, what would you change? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's not up to me. Oh, that's a cop-out. Ryan Balanchy, golfnewsnet.com, joining us right now. <laughs> hey, Ryan, how are you, man? How's it going, guys? Good. So, um, yeah, what, what's your take? What do you think? The div in the fairway rule, is that the, is that the number one you'd change? No. I feel like that's the one. I feel like all the other stuff that I want to change has been changed. I mean, I can play alone with the flag stack, flag stick in. That's not a penalty anymore. Uh, I can't play alone and post a score, but I can feel like I'm not technically cheating. Um, I can repair spike marks, which is great. Uh, you can take relief from a bunker. I think the drop rules are a little bit better. Um, a lot of stuff is better in the rules. So I feel like the one thing that is truly left is divot, moving ball out of a divot. And yeah, it does probably open up a can of worms about what's a divot. And do you create now a different area of the course that's through the green, but is the fairway and stuff like that. But like you said, we got to flag stick in and repairing spike marks. So surely we can get to relief from a, a divot. Here's the thing. It, did you want I saw you. Go ahead, Bob. I, I was just going to say, you know, uh, Thomas said that it's on the list, but it's like last on the list. Well, he was, I think he was being a fictitious list because I was trying to mix well, it in with I the distance study. I'm sure it's not on the agenda is what he said. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually confident it's not. But, you know, uh, here, here's my contention for, it, and I think most people would say, you you you're get you're hitting it in a spot where somebody else had a perceived perfect lie, and now you're hitting it into what they caused damage to the golf course. So essentially, you're you're hitting it in the same spot, and there's there's an inequity there, right? And I think when you can right. talk about the inequity, it's not just that it's hey, this is unfair. I'm in a I'm, my ball's in sand. It's in the same spot that wasn't a problem for the player previous. And I think that's especially on the tour. The tour guys hit it. Their patterns are a lot tighter than what we all play. I think it's much more rare for uh, uh, for us to find ourselves in a divot than the guys on tour because they all hit it in about the same spot. 
and I would be fine with it. I mean, just make it a, one of those model local rule things. So if there you go, if you want to be allowed to do it in a competition, you can do it, and there's no freak out about whether it's legal or not, and and go from there. And then if you like it, if you like the model local rule application, then you can do it for the next rule cycle. So you get a little petri dish of time, you get some feedback, and then you go from there. Yeah. I like it too. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It's not going to happen probably anytime soon, but we'll keep we'll keep uh, jabbing in there for sure. Hey, um, what, what, while we're on the topic, what, what's your thoughts on the change to uh, the model local rule that allows for certain groups, competitions, high level tours, that type of thing, to limit the length of shafts from forty eight to forty six? I mean, it's definitely not a silver bullet to what I per, what I and long advocated for as a, a rollback, a bifurcated rollback of technology. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a step toward, all right, well, if you're okay with this, then you have to be okay with the next thing and the next thing and whatever the plan ultimately turns out to be. And this is a way of bifurcating the rules of golf, bifurcating the equipment rules of golf to say, okay, well, this is designed for high-level elite amateurs, and this is designed for professional competition, and those tours can adopt those rules they're going to, they've already said they're going to, to limit the length of the driver. Meanwhile, you and I can go out there and keep swinging a 48-inch driver if we feel like it, or 48-inch three-iron for all you care. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But if you feel like it, good luck to you. But uh, I feel like that this is kind of a precedent-setting move more than an actual practical step toward a rollback. So as to say, okay, well, when we come out with whatever the real plan is, if you didn't act on the first thing, then how can you act on the rest of it? And, they, I mean, they openly said in, in announcing it, this is not the answer. This is not the answer to the distance problem that we perceive. So it has to be done for a reason other than trying to actually address the problem. Yeah, and this is a like you said, as far as bifurcation is concerned, they don't they don't want to say that word, they don't want to mention that word whatsoever. But this is a mm-hmm. way for them to change possibly the rules of the game with a local rule, but still keep everything intact um, as far as the rules of golf are concerned. And so it's kind of an end around way to uh, to bifurcation, no doubt. Yeah, uh, the only professionals that I think are really impacted by this are Brooke Henderson, who swings a 48-inch driver on the LPGA. Um, Phil has experimented with it. Obviously, Bryson has, and some other guys have. But there's not an overwhelming number of professionals who are swinging anything more than 45 and three-quarters-inch length drivers. So it's not like this is going to impact a ton of existing pros. It's a very small subset of them, which further leads me to believe the point isn't the rule. The point is making it a rule. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, Thomas said their study and feedback from the tours were 3%, you know, across the board. So, I mean, I, you're yeah. right. It's just not that many. And those players are, what, a half a percent of all golfers? Yeah. quarter percent of all golfers, uh, you know, throughout that, the world? Right? So, yeah, yeah. So, it's it's good. Um, well, listen, we appreciate you coming on. And I also, you, you had a big announcement on social media. You, you know, we've been friends for a long time and, and watched you, you know, grow uh, Golf News Net and uh, online and, and everything that you've done with that. And now you have, you know, again, we've sort of been with you and, and working with you on this. But you, you took the step on this, this new radio platform. Tell us what you're doing there and kind of announce it to our listeners. We're excited for you on this. Well, thank you. It's pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty cool opportunity. Uh, so we've signed a three-year deal with 
iHeartMedia to launch and produce what would be called Golf News Net Radio, which would be a 24-7 free-to-access golf talk channel available through all of iHeart's digital channels. Uh, so they have mobile apps. They have apps for your car. So if you use Apple CarPlay or Android Auto, they have apps for your Apple TV-type boxes, too, if you want to listen to the radio through your TV. And then smart speakers. I mean, everyone seems to have one now. Um, and then obviously it'll be available in pretty much every article at Golf News Net, every page of Golf News Net, you'll be able to listen there too. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the kind of first of its type, obviously being free to access the Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, which does a great job of covering the tour and kind of talking about professional golf and has a, a wonderful lineup. And we're going to do something a little bit different, uh, maybe geared more toward the, the people who play golf, the millions of us who play golf that maybe don't always watch the tours week to week and try to hone in on that a little bit with our programming and it'll launch January 3rd in full. And I can't wait to get started. That is awesome. Uh, so I think for many of us, you know, when, when Sirius XM came on board, it was a bit of a learning curve, a little change of, you know, habits when you're in the car to, you know, wait, what am I doing? Am I, how do I tune this thing in? Um, but you went through the different mediums and you're right with the smart speakers, which I think there's probably a dozen of them in our house, which is also scary on different levels. But <laughs> nevertheless, um, it, you know, you could simply say, Hey, Alexa or Hey Siri, play, uh, GNN radio, right? Yeah, it's going to be kind of kind of wild for that. And I mean, I do a lot of listening to the radio through Android Audio, Android Auto in my car. Um, I mean, I have Sirius XM and I listen to that too. But I'll stream my Spotify stuff. I'll stream podcasts. I'll stream iHeart stations through their app, and it's really easy to do. And it's just like listening to the radio. Just you're kind of getting to self-select a little bit more than than obviously you were with the AM FM dial, but. Um, you've got so much variety and we just want to be a part of that and create a space where all of us people who love to play golf and spend five hours playing golf and then spend two hours immediately after talking about what we just did for five hours, uh, have a place to be able to, to talk about the game whenever they feel like it. So what type of uh, platform uh, are you going to be doing as far as shows and, and that kind of thing are concerned and what are, the, what are they going to entail or what do you envision they're going to entail? It's been fascinating to have these discussions so far, Bob, because I, I feel like there are so many things, there's so many different avenues to talk about in golf. I mean, there's kind of the big buckets, right? Tour and amateur, there's travel and equipment, there's fitness and instruction, performance, uh, there's golf betting, there's analytics, fantasy, uh, and then there are these super micro niches of people who love to play hickories or uh, different subcultures within golf that are even even smaller but they have dedicated communities and dedicated large enough to be represented, I think with some kind of programming, whether that's a half hour here and there, whether that's an hour once a week, what, what have you, but we're going to do live radio from Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then we're going to do tape programming, which will kind of delve into specific subjects uh, and go kind of really to, to deeper conversation each weeknight from 6 to 11 p.m. And then, on the weekends, we're going to kind of focus on the stories of the weekend with an eye toward professional golf, but also keeping in mind that people play the bulk of their golf on Saturdays and Sundays. So we want to have conversation about your game, about what you're, what you're experiencing out there, ways to get better or enjoy the game more. Do you feel like this is going to be an interactive, like caller-driven uh, or more magazine-style content like what we do here on our show? Or what, what do you, a mix of both? Mixture. I mean, I, I feel like, during the day, you probably want something that's just keeping current, and that's going to be the eye toward 
most of our live programming is personality driven. So if you like a certain host, obviously you kind of want to hear their take on a lot of different things, but um, trying to keep up topics that are current at the top of kind of the, the headlines of our, our industry or, or what's happening in the game. And then again, using those kind of programmed hours, those taped hours as opportunities to get really into the weeds on something uh, that maybe doesn't get a whole lot of breadth on a live show. I mean, you could talk about travel to a specific destination for an hour, really, really get into it. Uh, and that probably is not well suited to a live show. But if we say, Hey, uh, you know, Tuesday nights at 7 PM, we're going to talk travel for an hour. That's the perfect Avenue to be able to do it. So there'll be some interactivity to it with the live stuff. There'll be you know, maybe a little bit less to that to the, the in-depth shows. And then we're going to kind of go in with a, an initial plan and, and then, kind of let the audience tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. Uh, I mean, the beauty of all of this is we're going to have a ton of information about who's listening to what, where, when, and why. And then we can make some choices based on where our audience is coming from, when they're listening, what they favor most. And uh, as, as anyone, as Mike Tyson says, you have a plan until you get hit. So <laughs> um, whenever that hit comes and we'll figure it out, we'll, we'll examine what, what we're doing and make changes accordingly. Cause at, at the end of the day, I think there's a responsibility in having this platform to serving golfers, not serving my interests alone as someone who who's going to be running this, but making this kind of a town square type place where golfers can come and either talk about what they already love about the game or maybe learn something they didn't know and, and become uh, deep, more deeply involved in New radio platform coming your way on iHeartRadio. Three-year deal, Ryan Ballingy, golfnewsnet.com. Look for Golf News Net Radio, GNN Radio. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to I'm just tell you right now, spoiler alert, we're going to be part of that as well, and we're excited <laughs> about it. And uh, we, Brian, we, we wish you all the best, and uh, I'm sure we'll continue to keep tabs as this thing moves forward. Well, thank you for having me on as always. I always love and appreciate the support, and I'm so happy that you guys are going to be a part of it. And can't, like I said, can't wait to get this thing going. Absolutely. Let's rock and roll. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Have a great weekend, bud. Thanks, guys. There you go. Ryan Ballingy, golfnewsnet.com, and the new GNN radio platform coming to iHeartRadio kicking off January 3rd. So make sure you sign up and uh, follow along for all the updates as this develops. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. 
Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right welcome back thanks so much to thomas pagel thanks to ryan balangy for joining us as well still to come on the back nine hour number two a little equipment talk with our good friend dave neville callaway golf also america's favorite caddy stops by and we'll also got to continue our discussion bob about what do you really need in your golf bag like what are the essentials for the golf bag and why does it get so darn heavy by the time the end of the year comes along yeah, I, I, I'm almost embarrassed to count how many probably ball markers and divot tools <laughs> I have in that bag. Like it's I don't know why you just keep collecting them. It's it's crazy. Anyway, we'll yeah. get into that coming up next. Hey, by the way, before we end the hour, huge shout out. How about how about our own backyard, Bob? How about the Utah PGA Junior League champions going out there and taking down the national championship, uh, knocking off the number two team, Oklahoma, in the morning and then defeated number four, Connecticut. And uh, Telly Whiteman, uh, who we know, Bob, uh, was at Thanksgiving yeah. Point where our studios used to be. He was uh, captaining that team, and it was the first time that this team – Utah had played in the national PGA National Junior League Championship, and they won it, uh, yeah, which is which is pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's a great thing for junior golf and for junior golf in the state of Utah. Um, pretty cool that Telly, this guy that we know and rub shoulders with all the time and everything, that he was uh, able to captain that team, and those guys went out and played some great golf. Yeah, and there's some good golfers in the state of Utah and some great golf here. And, uh, you know, Ofa Ngawe's uncle is, of course, Tony Finau. And, you know, he's. they said, hey, Uncle Tony inspired us. And we went out and won the championship. So, well done, boys. Congratulations. Stay tuned. The Back Nine, hour number two is next. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Food and Drug Administration is delaying a decision on authorizing Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine for adolescents to assess whether the shot may lead to a heightened risk of a rare inflammatory heart condition called myocarditis. Confessed Florida school murderer Nicholas Cruz is telling a judge he doesn't want to face trial for attacking a jail guard just months after the Parkland shooting. Attempted aggravated battery on a law enforcement officer with a deadly weapon, how do you wish to plea? I plead guilty. Count two, battery on a law enforcement officer, how do you wish to plea? Guilty. He will now automatically go to the sentencing phase, which he'll face up to 15 years in prison. Cruz is also apparently ready to change his plea deal for all of the murder and attempted murder charges associated with the Madry Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. USA Radio News. If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. Some community members are supporting John Deere workers picketing outside a plant in Otumwa, Iowa. This is kind of a life-changing event. You know, without this, families are going to lose their homes. Otumwa native Tony Fitzsimmons marching with picketers on the first day of the UAW auto strike on Thursday. That audio courtesy of NBC News. John Deere saying it's committed to working with the union to get a deal done and get workers back on the job. A 20-year-old U.S. Army sergeant has finally been brought home to Leslie, Michigan after being missing in action since November 1950 during the Korean War. William Cavender's remains were identified through DNA analysis in May 2020 after being found in North Korea. He was buried Thursday next to his parents in St. Cornelius and Cyprian Parish Cemetery. His younger sisters say they were grateful to give him a proper burial. USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. A New York real estate heir is sentenced to life in prison in California. New York real estate heir Robert Durst has been sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder of Susan Berman, someone he called his best friend 21 years ago. Berman's cousin and others spoke, including her adopted son, Sarah Kaufman, who said his mother's murder changed his life. You also murdered me. You murdered the person I was. All his dreams and all his hopes gone. He no longer exists. I am a whisper, a wraith of who I once was. 
My mother's murder and the events of the last 40 years will never leave me. You satisfied, Bob? Prosecutors in New York are now reopening the cold case of Durst's wife, Kathy, who disappeared in 1982. Her body has never been found, and no one has been charged with her disappearance. Durst's attorneys have indicated they will appeal. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. FedEx, UPS, and the U.S. Postal Service announced the final dates for shipping Christmas presents. Even though each shipping service has released their final dates, customers are encouraged to ship their gifts with extra time to spare. The Postal Service recommends shipping gifts before December 6th. More news always can be found online by going to usaradio.com or Facebook as well at USA Radio. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer and legendary Billy Casper. Thanks so much for joining us each and every week. Again, hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf, social media, Real Golf Radio. Search for us on your favorite podcaster site. We're on SiriusXM as well and certainly would... Uh, love to have you join us and access us however you choose. And give us some feedback there on Twitter. Love to hear from you. Again, the kind of the uh, little silly topic of the day, if you will, is what essentials are there for your golf bag? What do, what do you need to have in your golf bag? And how do you have the essentials without it getting so darn heavy? Like, honestly, Bob, how many ball markers and divot tools and coins and Band-Aids and things of sunscreen do you really need in there? And the golf balls. I I, I have my, I've, I've now have two compartments for golf balls. I got the fresh golf balls and then I've got my gently used golf balls. So it's almost (laughs) like I'm carrying a shag bag along with it. I mean, what am I doing here? It's like, honestly, get a little compartment for my trunk. That's all I need to do. Then I don't have to keep them in my golf bag. You know, I can remember when I was out caddying on tour for Keith Clearwater, you know, he'd, he'd bring out a brand new dozen of golf balls every day to carry um, and so some days he'd only use, you know, maybe nine, nine golf balls. So you got that one plus you got a, a brand new dozen. And, you know, if the weather was good, I was trying to shed every pound I could out of his 
golf bag during a tournament round than possible. So, uh, so yeah, you don't need everything that you've got in your bag. And the things you need, the particulars you need are golf balls, you know, a, a nice handful of tees. So you've always got tees and uh, maybe, a, maybe a golf club in your rangefinder, and you're good. You know, you, well, you got to have a divot tool. You got to have something to mark your well, golf ball with. Yeah. yeah Here's the amazing yeah. thing, Bob. This is the amazing thing. Honestly, though, I will, I will start emptying out my golf bag and I will grab all the coins and stuff in there and ball markers <laughs> and I'll put it in a sandwich baggie. That thing weighs a pound and a half. It's unbelievable. Oh, of course it does. It's unbelievable yeah. how much stuff I have just starts accumulating in there. And I don't know how many sunscreens. You know, the sunscreen's mostly empty, which means I've been using it, which is a good thing. But usually I have mm-hmm. uh, some backup in there. So, yeah, I got to get rid of the shag bag in conjunction. Golf balls definitely take up the most weight of unnecessary items in your bag, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. yeah sure. And a dozen golf balls is heavy. You don't even need a dozen. What do you think? When you go out and play a regular round of golf, three, four? Yeah, a sleeve. A sleeve. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Sleeve for I'm Bob. Good. Maybe two sleeves for the rest of us. The caddy's going to join us. Dave Neville from Callaway Golf is going to stop by as well. Here on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. Just getting started. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Trotta, unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. 
We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Apex U-Dub, as in, uh, what? Yeah, no, actually, it's in utility wood is literally what it's for. It's a unique <laughs> design that combines the best features of higher lofted fairway woods, the best features of hybrids, and a more neutral ball flight. This is like under the direction feedback from world-class pros like Phil Mickelson and Xander Schauffele. Callaway's created a multi-purpose club that better players can rely on from the tee, fairway, or rough. And Dave Neville's going to join us here in just a little bit, and I can't wait to ask him about this. Um, what? Uh, Apex Club. I think that's what they should have called it. Utility Woods, yeah. okay. But the um, what? I think um, it could what? actually, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, that, that could actually stick. So anyway, we'll ask him about that. Uh, but it's available right now. You can order from Callaway, $299. Ooh, wow. Two ninety nine. That thing. It, yeah. it, but you know it's kinda yeah. it sounds like it's like three clubs in one. So it's a steal. It's like a hundred bucks a club right there. Gotta like it. Wrap it all up. So yep. yeah, you can order it at uh, Callawaygolf.com, the new Apex utility wood for you better players out there. Mm-hmm. Or you guys like me who think I'm a better player and order all this stuff anyway, even though I should probably just be using the, you know, stuff that's nice and friendly and help me score better. So just to finish up the the bag thing, Bob, um, mm-hmm. you know the other thing that weighs it down is if you've played in a couple member guests or you visited maybe uh, a couple of golf courses that meant a lot to you and you started throwing the bag tags on there, like the souvenir oh, yeah. bag tags, the metal ones especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, some guys walk around with their golf bags and, and it sounds like, you know, Santa's sleigh clank, walking clank, by. Clank, Yeah, yep. there's like three yep. or four of those things that are clanking along. Uh, that gets heavy. Um here, here's my essentials. Sunscreen, mm-hmm. got to have it. Yeah, um, at least one band aid because you just never know when you're out there, right? Just, I mean, good to okay. have a band. That doesn't weigh anything. You got to have that. Okay. Uh, obviously, the 14 clubs, a towel. Yeah, I hate, I hate not having a towel. Mm-hmm. At least a at least one divot repair tool. One divot repair tool is yeah. sufficient. I don't know why. Yeah. That's really. I only. agree with you. Probably only need and, about four or five you know tees. What? You don't technically need a divot repair tool. You could use a tee. You could use a tee, so. but I like using my divot repair tool, even though it okay. tears up my pocket because it's gotten so sharp over the years. I need yeah. to like dole it out mm-hmm. in the tips of them. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and then something to mark it with. Now, here's where it gets interesting because some days you're in the mood to mark it with a Pebble Beach ball marker or a Masters ball marker. Sometimes you want to rep your favorite college. So I've got some mute. Uh, ball markers I like to throw. I've got a couple of commemorative ones, maybe from, you know, uh, yeah. a, a, a tour, you know, playing in the state am or the, the club championship, whatever. Right. So sometimes you feel like that. Sometimes you want a big one, you know, like a big round, like poker chip size. Sometimes you just want a little dime. So then you have the coins that inevitably wind up in there. So that's the problem. Where, where does it, where does it lie? And I think it's okay to have some variety, but maybe limit it to four. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got one right now. It, you know, I may have 
I may have coins in my pockets like a dime or a penny, um, one of each. But I've got the one that we've got at uh, American Dunes. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And and it's, it's a big one for my longer putts when there's nobody around me. And it's got a small insert that that's magnetized inside for when people are around me and I and I stick it and I can stick it down and keep it out of somebody's lie. So that's the only thing that's in that little sleeve pocket that I have as far as um, ball marks and that kind of thing. That's the only thing that's in there. And then I pull that out and I replace it with my wallet and stuff like that when I playing golf. Yeah, you can't play golf with a wallet in your pocket. Tell me you No. I can't. No. How about your no. car keys? I can't play golf with my car no. keys in my pocket. No, 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 no. Or your cell phone. So no. phone, keys, wallet, in the bag. Valuables pouch, yep. in the bag. Yep. Cannot yep. have it. It just feels like you're out of balance. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> Quirky. And, 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 and it's tough because, like, I'll, you know, you will play in charity events and stuff like that, and they're loading stuff into you. You, yeah. know, you know, you get a bag and stuff like that. And some of the things that you get on each hole or whatever, you're trying to find pockets to put it all in. And inevitably, <laughs> some of that stuff goes into my value, valuables pouch. So I have to I have to unzip that every once in a while and pull stuff out of there that I'm not even using. I forgot was even there. That's Well, that's it, right? And so, yep. you know, and the other thing I might throw in is a power bar or something just in case, you know. Sure. It, 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 it strikes you. Sure. And then, like I said, pro- I'll probably be a two sleeves of golf balls guy. I probably want two yeah. sleeves in there to make sure I'm good. I'm not quite as good as you are, Bob, to just go with the one sleeve. Cause then I'll, so, I'll end up forgetting and I'll get to the golf course and then have to buy a sleeve and then I'll be mad at myself. So do you have uh rain gear or jackets or anything in your golf bag on a, on a consistent basis? I leave a beanie. Okay. Cause as you know, I have lot, I have not very much coverage up top as in no coverage. Yeah. yeah. And so if it does get a little chilly, having a beanie is, that's the best way to keep the heat in for me. So I do keep a beanie. I don't keep a jacket in there unless I keep the jacket in my car. And if it looks like there's a potential, then I throw it in the the big zipper pocket. Gotcha. Okay, good. So Good. Yeah, but for, for me, you know, one of the things I loved about playing at San Diego Country Club is they have that little small, um, trash can golf bag. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's full of tees. And I love being able to walk up, put my hand in there and take a big bag, grasp of tees and throw them in my golf bag. I love having tees in my golf bag, um, at all times. And when they start to get thin, um, man, I panic. (laughs) You panic if you're, if you're short on tees. Yes, I do. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm down with that. I get it. But you know, those little evolved tees that are the composite tees, if you have a little stinger tee and a regular tee in there, then you don't need any other tees. That's the thing I like about it. Otherwise, See, you I end don't up, like those. Well, I do, but I'm saying I like them. But okay. People will go yeah. back and forth. I mean, the classic wood, I don't like the plastic ones. This is the composite stuff yeah. that is, anyway. Well, I hope you enjoyed going through our golf bags with us here on Real Golf Radio. <laughs> yeah, and it's time for me to clean mine out, that's for sure. Well, it's that's what, and that's what prompted it. It's the time of year. And as I mentioned, I'm booking this, tri- you know, this trip over to Scotland. I know yeah. I'm going to have to pack light. And so I'm like, okay, what things do I actually need to take with me? Only the mm-hmm. essentials. Yeah. And right. then I probably will travel with a couple dozen golf balls because my guess is I'll find some burns. I'll find some gorse or heather or whatever other things are designed to take and steal my golf balls. So anyway, but I'm really excited to play Royal Dornick. Uh, we will be playing over there. I think we're playing North Barrick, uh, Royal Dornick, mm-hmm. the old course. And I'm hoping to squeeze in one more member, maybe Crail. Remember how fun that was when we played at Crail? Crail Links that? was really fun yeah. when we played that. Balcony Either that Links one or um, 
What's that other one that's King's that's Barnes. bike rail? King's Barnes. King's Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. King's Barnes. We That'd might do that too. too. Yeah, I might do that. Yep. So anyway, yep. good times. Uh, hopefully we'll have good weather there at the end of April, beginning of May. And by good weather, I mean, you know, playable. That's all you really need. Yes. Just as long as it's yeah. playable. All right. There's a lot of topics to get to. As we mentioned, CJ Cup is going on this week. A lot of the big names back in action. Kind of fun to see following the Ryder Cup. So you can take a look at Bob. They are absolutely destroying this golf course. First time, I believe, hosting an event. And what the heck is Keith Mitchell on right now? Yeah, Keith Mitchell, pretty crazy what he was able to shoot 62 and 64 in the first two rounds and 18 under par. You know, the caddy said this is a golf course that they are going to tear up. He said that he told us that last week. And when you've only got a 78 player field, you've got seven of the top uh, players in the official world golf ranking and 36 of the top 50. They are the premier players in the world right now. And those guys are really going to shoot some really good scores. So, um, you know, some guys, some guys early on that, that, uh, are still six or seven shots back are at 10 or 11, 12 under par. And it's pretty crazy to see how things are going right there. We're going to check in with the caddy. We'll get his take on this golf course and why he felt like they would tear it up and subsequently are also uh, Dave Neville, Callaway golf will join us for a little tech talk still to come here on our number two of real golf radio. Besides these interviews, we'll hit some of the other stories, including this USGA model, local rule, 48 inch to 46 inch length change. Thomas Pagel, senior managing director of governance with the USGA joined us in the first hour. So if you missed it, head over to our Twitter page. We'll post it for you there and you can get all the details about this new rule from the man himself, Thomas Pagel, with the USGA. Short break. We'll come back with America's favorite caddy. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at hoops vision.com. 
You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back, Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. It's that time you look forward to each and every week. It's America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joins us every week here on Real Golf Radio. And you know what? Caddy predictions are some of my most favorite. He's yep. predicted some major winners in the past and uh, things that might come to pass. And sure enough, this one was uh, right online. He said last week, boy, Taking a look at that new golf course in Vegas. I think these guys are going to go low and go low. They are caddy. What's up, man? Everything breaks towards the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say in Vegas. I love it. So tell us why. Uh, I mean, you, you predicted it and wow. I mean, we've got 18 under par at the halfway point. Yeah, man. Um, well, look, the, the golf course is, is um, it's a nice golf course. It's beautiful. It's got, Four par fives. That's the first sign of yep. way under par. Because yep. these guys just can reach any par five on the planet, given the right conditions. You have beautifully conditioned greens, so you can run the tables on them. It's a kind golf course, right? What I mean is, if you hit it a little offline, there's a lot of feedback on the golf course, where instead of the ball rejecting like it would on a Donald Ross, for example, green, a turtleback green, and rejecting away, like, if you, on number one, you can just take it over the right bunker. It's way downhill off the tee. And if you hit it a little right, it just the more right you hit it, the more left it bounces back towards the green. So mm. it's just a no-brainer to get up there and rip your driver if you think you can fly it 330 yards downhill, which a lot of guys can't, pretty much everybody. So, it, yeah, it's just it's a nice, of course. I mean, it's really good. The greens are pretty cool on the design. It's beautiful. But it's just uh, it's got enough generosity. Now, having said that, it also, it's got a few tee shots where you can definitely hit it in the creek. I mean, if you if you hit it enough offline on four or five or six holes, you can make a double just like that. And that's why you're seeing a few scores, you know, what, how's this guy 18 under and this guy's like, you know, one under, two under. Um, yeah. That, that's why you're seeing that. But if you've got a couple drivable par fours, you've got four par fives you can reach. I mean, right there you got 
you got a potential four, five, six eagle chances in the round. Yeah, you were you were mentioning how there's a lot of chances and then a lot of tee balls that that have creeks. You know, Rory McIlroy makes an eagle, but he also makes a triple bogey on the golf course. So in the first round, um, do you see this golf course maybe sneaking into the rotation, being a steady diet of something on the PGA Tour? Well, I'm going to give it an an unlikely for the same reason I give Shadow Creek an unlikely. I don't know anybody yeah. who wouldn't want to go play Shadow Creek every year. I mean, that is a cool – oh, what a – I can't say enough about Shadow. But this club especially, it's a, it's a high-end club, and I don't think – I don't think a lot of people who are at that club necessarily want to give it up for a couple weeks like they'd have to. I, I'm just guessing, though. I really don't know. I would tend to think most people, you know, at that level, and I, I think they probably think, ah, it's cool to have it here to see what the guys would do, but, eh, you know. Not a, not a regular thing, I would think. That would be my guess. Caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, so, uh, good call on that one, by the way. Hey, one of our little uh, kind of silly topics that we're having today revolves around what are the essentials for a golf bag. I, I booked a tee time over at Royal Dornick. I'm going to be headed to Scotland next year. And uh, so I kept thinking, I'm going to be walking over there. So I want to make my golf bag light. And as I start going through my bag, I realize all the crap that's accrued over the season, right? Just starts piling up the number of divot tools and ball markers and shag bag golf balls versus new fresh golf balls, yada, yada. So as a man who carried a bag for a living, what are the essentials when it comes to what needs to be in your golf bag? Oh, yeah. I, I This is right, right down my left you know, <laughs> right down my alley of expertise here. So the first thing you do is dump the bag up, get the clothes out, dump it upside down, clean the whole thing out, get everything <laughs> out of there. There's stuff hiding in nooks and crannies you forgot to look for. And also shake the bag out because there's stuff at the bottom of that bag where the grips are that you don't want down there with your grips. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing you do is clean that sucker out as good as you can, shake it out, dust it off, whatever. Okay, so what do we need for a round of golf? We need enough golf balls. Now, I... I can't tell you what that means. That's individualized for every person. You need enough golf balls. Don't take more than enough golf balls if you're carrying your bag because it's just going to weigh you down. You, you don't, you know, if you're a low handicapper, you don't need 17 golf balls in there. Um, so tees too. You don't need 7,000 tees. Just take a little handful. You're good to go. You probably don't even reach in your bag for tees most of the time. They're right there at the golf course. So a lot of times you don't even need them. Um, you gotta have you gotta have the rain gear, especially when you're going over there. I mean, that's so important to have the proper rain gear. And I would say, at a minimum, make sure your bag has a rain hood that you can throw over the club heads. Mm. That's incredibly important. I would also highly suggest that you get a rain glove and really? test it before. Oh, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. There's a rain glove. Here's what you do, and it's going to blow your mind if you've never used one. You soak grip in water. You soak the glove in water, and then you go grab it to hit a shot, and it's glued to your hand like you can't believe. It's amazing. You don't need a towel so do you go t- when you have a rain glove. Do you go two-handed like Phil does? I don't. I go one-handed with the left hand only, but you could certainly go two. I just don't like the feel of you know, the, the other hand. And I don't need it. I don't need it. I mean, one's always been plenty for me. But the rain glove, highly recommended rain glove. 
Um, leather grips, oh, nobody uses them anymore, but they're terrible in the rain. Um, let's go, what else? Uh, obviously, an umbrella, if you think you need it. I mean, that's a, you get some pretty light umbrellas now, so you need that. Uh, it's always, you always want to have a towel in the back. And if it's, again, if you're getting the weather, take an extra towel. You can either put it in some, some plastic, you know, get a big old baggie or something. Stick a dry towel in that baggie and stick it in your, in your bag. Small dry towel. Doesn't weigh that much, but it can really come in handy if you need it um, <laughs> at, at times. Uh, what else do we need in here? You got to have, make sure the sunscreen's in there. Just You're going to forget it. Make sure a little lip balm's in there. You're going to forget it. Um, if you're on the coast playing at the wrong time of year, bring the, mos- the little thing of mosquito propellant. Boy, will you be glad you had that. Um, and that, so that's small stuff that doesn't weigh that much if you get a little value thing, right, that, in the dollar basket. Um, I think it's inflation now. It's the $3 basket, but that's another story. But anyway, um, yeah, what's a Titleist Pro V1 cost now? About $17 of all? It's got to be something crazy. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, how so, many ball markers? Yeah. How many ball markers do you allow? There's no such thing as a ball marker. That's known as a as a penny or a nickel or a dime. Nobody, any anybody who uses anything other than that is a nerd and needs to come be expelled on. from our group. Come on, nerd. Come on. on, no, boo, Gone. boo. I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. I love my ball markers. In my career, in my career, being around professional golf for 746 years, what I noticed, I, I saw, I in fact, I never witnessed anybody on any tour I was ever involved with who used a ball marker and not a coin. I do know a story in Q School where a guy did use a ball marker, a plastic ball marker, and stuck it in the ground on the first hole. And then he looked, and, uh, and the guy who had, uh, this guy, a good friend of mine, Rick Shore, he just won the Maryland Senior Open again yesterday, or uh, two days ago. Rick's, Rick's good play. He's playing in the first stage of Q School, and he's, he's hit his birdie putt up there about a foot and a half from the hole, and he marks it. And the guy, the guy with the plastic marker, not surprisingly, sees the quarter and goes, hey, someone left the quarter on the green and just picks up his mark. Come on. That didn't really that's happen. The kind of guys, that's the kind of people who are using plastic ball markers. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Caddy, we got to go. That was very entertaining. Thanks for uh, informing us, enlightening us, and entertaining us as always. you the man. Well, thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Dave Neville, Callaway Golf, joins us next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. 
we honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. You know, I get excited about this type of stuff, and it's been far too long since we've had our good buddy from Callaway Golf join us, and he's been busy launching products right and left and getting ready for stuff he can't even tell us yet, which is unfortunate. We always like to get some inside scoops. Maybe we'll pry it out of him. I doubt it, but we'll give it a shot. Dave Neville, Callaway Golf, joining us right now. Nevs, what's up, man? Good to be with you guys. Hi, BT. Hi, Bob. How you doing? Doing great. I mean, it's been a busy fall. Um, golf, as you guys know, has been on fire. The participation rate's been been crazy, and we're just trying to keep up with all the demand. It's been fun. You know, I, I did uh, jump on and participate a little bit in a, a recent online I think it was my golf spy or somebody was thrown out there. If you could only play one brand of clubs the rest of your life, and uh, I'll tell you what, I, I'm pretty darn, I'm pretty darn happy with you know we got Epic going on on the fairway woods. These Apex 21 Pros irons have been just off the hook this year. By the way, we haven't talked probably. It's been too long, but these irons. 
Dave. I mean, they're freaking amazing. Um, everything down to the wedges and putter. I, I mean, I, I have no qualms uh, being full Callaway through the bag right now. It's you, You've done some good stuff, so I'm anxious to hear how you're going to top it. I mean, that's your job every year, right? Come up with something to top the amazing product you released the year before. Yeah, and um, the fall season is always fun for us because we get to launch some different and unique type of, uh, of products. And sometimes we call them energy bursts. Sometimes they're line extensions. Sometimes they're something uh, totally new. But it allows us during the fall to, to try some new things, and that's definitely what we, we've done this fall. All right, so we're going to talk about this. Uh, let's start out with the Apex U-Dub. And, I, and this is, just so you know, this is what I'm calling it, the uh, what? I don't know why you guys went with utility wood. You had a what right there because it, it's sort of one of those things where you're like, uh, what? And it is combining maybe three or four clubs in one, huh? Yeah, it sure is. We're calling it utility wood, and it's really kind of a tweener between the fairway wood and the and the hybrid. So, and with and it's really a better player club. It's really geared towards probably the two guys that I'm talking to on the phone right now. But uh, a, a lot of better players. We got a, a lot of input from Phil Mickelson on this for. For hybrids, they tend to hook. They, they go left on them for the, for the righty um, golfer, and uh, a lot of better players don't like to see that. And we've designed our hybrids for distance. You know, we designed them to be low-spin rocket launchers. And for the tour players and the better players, um, th- this utility wood gives them a little bit more spin, gives them a nice uh, launch angle, but it's very neutral CG. So if they want to hit it left, they can do it. they want to hit it right, they can do it um, as well. Now, it still has a lot of pop in it. We've got the, the AI velocity blades. It's got tungsten um, in it as well, uh, face cup, C300, so all the, the best technologies. But it's not going to be quite the rocket launcher of a super hybrid. It's really designed for better players. We weren't going to launch it, but then it started to get momentum with Phil and Akshay and people talking about it and all that. And I'm like, all right, let's, let, let's launch it. So we have the 17, the 19, and the 21. Um, they're a little bit longer in length than the, the hybrid, um, but shorter in length than a, than a fairway would. So a real tweener in between those two and really geared to that better player. Do they go a little bit further than, than the hybrids, so to speak, or how do they compare with the hybrid and also with the fairway woods? I carry a five wood, which is an 18 degree loft. Um, and that kind of fits, you know, in my space after my four iron up to my three wood kind of breaks that up. So what, what would a guy like me want to use in that space? Yeah, so Bob, this could be a perfect five wood uh, replacement. Obviously, we want people to go out okay. and get fit and, and and try them. But what we've seen for a lot of better players um, with some of the fairway woods is they tend to get a little bit uh, spinny um, on them. You know, maybe the the land angles is are, are not quite as good. So we have the seventeen, the nineteen, and the and the twenty one there. So a seventeen in the U Dub would probably be pretty equivalent to the eighteen degree five wood that you have. Okay. Um, in the bag. And so for some of those better players, this is a little bit of a smaller shape, but it's still a fairway wood shape. So it's not the kind of boxy type of hybrid, uh, hybrid shape. So, and then for some players, it could pull a seven wood out of the bag. It could pull a long iron. It could pull a three iron out of the bag um, and be, have higher MOI and be more forgiving than a club like a three iron. I love it. Dave Neville, Callaway Golf, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And by the way, I was just going to ask you, how tough has it been realizing that your your star tour guy and Phil Mickelson is just over the hill and, uh, you know, not really producing for you anymore, huh? 
Well, I mean, I think the major, when he won the PGA, that proved everybody wrong, but he's continued to go out and play well, and obviously he just won. He goes to the Champions Tour and just goes out there and dominates, but he had the new Apex Utility Wood in the bag, so that was awesome. That's the first win. But we had quite a few in play just this past week on the European Tour and the PGA Tour uh, as well. Mark Leishman put it in play. Kevin Kinsner uh, has it in play. So, you know, sometimes we talk about a a product that is uh, in inspired by tour, but this product was actually designed for tour. It was really made as a tour club. We really weren't going to, to launch it, but with the popularity with these better players, we've, we've decided to, to launch it. So uh, it's really cool to, to see still a niche product, you know, really for that, that better player, but it's getting a lot of buzz out there. Boom, sold. All you had to do is say, just, <laughs> it's built for tour. We weren't going to release it. We decided to. They're sold. Forget about of it. Course. They're gone. So that's it's funny how that works. <laughs> All right, so transition <laughs> that to the the Epic Super Hybrid. Yeah, so the Epic Super Hybrid, kind of a, a different type of club, and we're calling this driver DNA and a hybrid. So really taking all of our best technologies from a driver, from a fairy wood, everything just chock full into a super hybrid. It's the only titanium hybrid out there in, in the market. So what does that do for you? Well, drivers have a titanium face for a reason. It allows them to be very thin, very flexible, and very strong. So we're putting that in a hybrid with a titanium body as well, but then super lightweight weight crown, um, the Traxxo Carbon Crown, that allows us to put 90 grams of tungsten in this thing, I mean, which is a massive, massive amount of tungsten split between the, the heel and the toe. So the forgiveness of this uh, super hybrid is just absolutely incredible. But it can be used for game improvement type of golfers, better players. The, the actual shape of it is really interesting. It's a different shape than we've ever had for Callaway. Kind of a transitional shape. So the two and the three hybrid look more like fairway woods, and and then as you get to the four, five, and six, they're more of iron replacement. So we know for a lot of regular golfers, the hardest club to hit in the bag is the three wood. You tell them to hit the three wood um, off the deck, you know, even off a tee, they start to get the shakes, they start to sweat. Um <laughs> So this super hybrid, the length of it is shorter, so it's got that versatility, but it's really got the power of a, of a driver or a fairway wood. So the um, the three super hybrid, it's longer than our, our epic five wood and can go right up against the three wood. It's absolutely uh, incredible. So And then it has adjustability as well, so you can go all the way up to a 29 degree, um, and you can go down to the 17 degree. Um, so just tons of different options, but it's really a bomber club. I mean, it really... Really, it, it's the longest hybrid we've ever created. So, um, absolutely incredible results. For uh, I put this one in the bag, a three and a five, um, and I just took the fairway woods out of the bag um, because I've always been, had a challenge with the three wood. Also, hitting off the deck it was fine off the tee. Off the deck's been a struggle. This thing is just incredible. Super, super forgiving. Doesn't have a lot of hook in it either, which is good. So you can kind of try to turn it over, um, and it's just uh, an incredible club. It's expensive and. And we're, we're not shying away from that, but that's because it's as expensive to make as a driver. It's got 90 grams of tungsten, which our driver doesn't even have. It's got titanium face, titanium body, traction carbon crown, adjustability, the weight screw in there. It's got a super premium steel fiber shaft in it. Um, it is the best of the best of our, of our hybrids. So let's go. Wow. Let's go to the scoring clubs now. Uh, one of the things that my dad always did was he he had wedges that he scored extremely well with, and now you've got the 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 Jaws full toe wedge. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, so the Jaws full toe, this is a fun one. This is kind of the evolution of the PM grind from the past. So we had the original Phil Mickelson, the, the PM grind that he worked with Roger Cleveland on, did very well. Then we had the second version of that, which was the, the PM 19. Um, the only downside with the PM grind is it had a lot of offset. To some people's eye, it was kind of um, hard to play on full shots. So we wanted to do with the Jaws full toe is take the best of the PM grind, but the best of our Jaws MD5 and kind of bring them together. So it does have mm -hmm. grooves across the face. The thing's an absolute spin machine. It has a raw face. It's the first time that we've we've done that. So tons of spin there. But it has that high toe. Um, it's got the center of gravity, which is high and out to the, the toe, which helps to control the trajectory. You got the grooves going across the face. But the shape itself is much more pleasing to the eye. So this can be used um, as a, a you know full um, uh, wedge shot, not just a specialty club. And that's kind of what the PM grind became more of just a specialty club. And this full toe we had from the 54 all the way up to the 64 can be used as a really versatile wedge in the bag. And I think that's why it's getting great reception from, from the tour players. Um, obviously Rom and put it in, into play and see who Kim uh, had it in play. We've had multiple players. Tom Lewis put it in, I think eight or nine players the first week we had it out in, in Detroit. So great test testament to the fact that it is a, uh, a club that a tour player can use, but it's going to have a lot of benefits for the regular golfer. You're speaking my language, Dave. I mean, I love it. It's you're exactly on it. Uh, that was that was my. I loved the Phil Mickelson, the PM, when it first came out. Mm -hmm. I used it the entire season, but it did feel a little bit more specialty. I didn't like to take a full swing with it. So, and and yet I've loved the Jaws fives, and 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 they've been in my bag for you know really two seasons now. So uh, I'm I'm do as much golf as I play. I'm due for uh, for an upgrade. So I'm looking forward to the, uh, giving these a, a go, give, uh, rocking these Jaws full toe raw black, super cool stuff. Dave Neville Callaway Golf Joint us here on Rug Off Radio. Before we let you go, uh, you came out. Also, the Epic line has been super great, and you dropped the uh, the, the Star line uh, on us. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so what the the Max Star line is is all about is. Um, ultra lightweight, ultra premium performance. So there's other competitors out there that have uh, ultra light uh, products, but they don't have all of the performance qualities of what we're offering here, right? So you're still going to have the, the jailbreak speed frame. You're still going to have Traxxer Carbon. We've got a nine gram titanium slider, but what we're doing is we're combining that with ultra premium components. So the driver shaft is 36 grams, a T1100, the UST Atas Speed, um, super premium uh, shaft. The grip is only 25 grams, so typical grip, anywhere from 49 to 55 grams. We had a 25-gram wind dry tack light, super premium. So when you add that all, all up, the driver is 52 grams lighter than the Epic Max. I mean, that is massive. So that's going to allow people to swing it three, four, five, six miles an hour faster than they could with a regular driver. And that's going to give them distance. But you still have the adjustability. You still have jailbreak. You still have the AI face. And that's with the driver. Similar with the, the fairway. So we made it super light, easy to launch. We have an all-new hybrid and all-new iron. The iron is a beautiful triple PVD, black plasma, uh, forged hollow body construction. So the most premium iron that we have in our our entire lineup 
packed with with technology. But once again, it's got that Atosh shaft in a 50 gram class. So a 50 gram iron shaft is really light. So it's going to be super easy to swing um, and give people more distance. We know it's not for everybody. It's a niche product. It's very high end. It's the best of the best, all the best components uh, in there as well. But this, this product has done well in certain parts of the country. Um, and we're always going to get pushed back. Oh, you know, why are they so expensive? All that we're not forcing anyone to, to buy them, but there is a market <laughs> sure. for this. That's why we're, we're offering this entire family. And that's the, the Epic max star family. I love it. Dave Neville, is it still senior director of brand management? Did I get that right? Or have you, are you executive? Yeah, you right. You're the only guy who gets, the title rights. So oh, okay. I appreciate that. Right, yeah, no, no worries. I'll, I'm, I'm going to start calling you executive vice president. Just, I figure maybe it's like one of those by association. It'll just get you bumped up. Um, I work. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's awesome, Dave. Thanks so much for, for the insights there. So what, what can you, what's the teaser? What can you tease us with about this, the stuff that's, that's upcoming that you're all prepared for 22? Yeah, so we're working hard for for 22. Um, nothing really to, to share yet. I mean, back in uh, my old friend Harry Arnett's days, he'd like to come on this show and just <laughs> you know, drop bombs that, that on stuff we hadn't released yet. But uh, I know better. I like to keep my job. Um, but this is going to be an, an incredible lineup that we're we're working on, and uh, we're just looking through some of the the things we're. we're we're going to be releasing for next year. And I saw a lot of patented. I saw a lot of proprietary. I saw a lot of industry first. Um, and anytime you have that, we know it's going to be a good year. I mean, demand cool. for golf is off the, the charts and there's going to be so many new technologies across this, this entire family that uh, it just makes me excited. And we always hear from people, Oh, you can't make it any better. You know, it's not rocket science. Well, actually it is rocket science and we can make it better. And that's why we have 120 people in R and D working on it every day of the year to try to make the products better, to make this uh, game easier. We know already it's a tough game. Maybe not for Brian. It isn't, but for the rest of us, it's a yeah. tough game, uh, and we're, we're trying to help people out and make the game more fun. One last question I have for you. Um, the USGA's uh, model local rule that they just came out with, 48 to 46 inches, uh, tell us your quick thoughts about that. Yeah, so uh, we we try to remain neutral on most of these type of uh, type of issues, um, and uh, obviously we're able to give our input. We're always going to try to stay within the rules and innovate within the rules. That's that's what we we do. I think it's interesting that it's a uh, it's a local uh, rule, you know. So it's not um, necessarily it's it's actually not a rule. It's actually a, a local condition of competition. So right. um, that still allows us to make drivers like this year we had the epic we called the gonzo mode version so the 47 um inch model we, we could still do that we could still sell that um unless you're playing in a tournament that would be something like a u.s open u.s open qualifier pga tour um event so it's interesting that they they kind of took that that avenue um there so we you know in terms of we sell all of our you know normal stock products are within that rule already so they're 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 45.75 is our stock uh, length, so not really an issue there. We've seen some people um, have benefits from uh, talking about amateurs here, just going for with the longer shaft, and then others have a little bit of a hard time controlling it when they go with the the, the longer driver shaft. So we've settled at this 45.75 um, for now. We think that works for a lot of players, but I'm glad that it's a local rule because you, you got amateurs out there. You know, they might be six foot four or whatever, and they they need a longer driver 
driver shaft uh, just right. makes sense for them. Uh, we're going to continue to innovate within the rules. That's that's what we do. You know, that's the uh, sort of box that we're we're in, and we're going to make the best possible products that conform to the USGA and RNA regulations. Well, you're doing a great job so far, Dave. As we always appreciate it, and great work uh, on the season. And hopefully, you're keeping up, right? I mean, the de- you mentioned the demand; it's it's huge, but I know that's also created some challenges along with the rest of this pandemic and 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 the issues there. So uh, we wish you the best, and uh, thanks for spending some time. We'll look forward to some. New product launch information as soon as we can. Love it. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. You got it. Dave Neville, Senior Director of Brand Management, Callaway Golf, joining us here. A little tech talk on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up the show next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby. CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you.
You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks so much to Dave Neville, Callaway Golf. The caddy joined us before him. In hour one, it was Ryan Ballingy and Thomas Pagel, Senior Managing Director of Governance for the USGA, talking about that new local rule that uh, allows for the length to be 46 inches instead of 48 inches on those clubs. Uh, We also heard Ryan talk about his new GNN uh, radio network on iHeartRadio. Congrats to him on that, and be sure to follow him for more information. Launching January 3rd, something we'll be a part of. And, uh, of course, the caddy giving us an insight on this golf course that they are lighting up, and it should be an entertaining weekend there in Vegas. So that'll do it for us. To Dave Glauser, our producer, we thank you very much for your good work. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, this is Jay Ritchie, the co-host of Tee to Green, the golf show, the show by golfers for golfers. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time when we talk golf in Colorado Springs, Colorado, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.